Namaste. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Island Has You Lost podcast. I'm your host, R.C. Dynasty. The Island Has You is a weekly podcast featuring news, info, spoilers, and reviews on the hit ABC drama Lost. Make sure you check out the blog at theislandhasyou.blogspot.com and leave a comment on any of the various entries there, or you can email me at theislandhasyou at yahoo.com. All emails and comments will be addressed on the podcast, so please send them in. Okay, so let's get right into it. Last night's episode, uh, Greatest Hits, was a Charlie-centric episode focusing on basically the five greatest moments of Charlie's life. Uh, Charlie has always, well, especially in season two, come across as sort of a um, a tragic character on the show, uh, one that's uh, easily susceptible to the darker nature, uh, the darker side of human nature, should I say. So this episode was uh, a good insight into the good side of Charlie. Um, the, the episode starts off with Jack taking uh, all of the, the losties up to an opening uh, out in the jungle there. And um, he basically demonstrates the uh, plan that uh, he has set in motion with the aid of uh, Rousseau, who has been taking dynamite from the Black Rock, as we found out in uh, the brig. Uh, Jack has recruited her to to assist him in uh, this plan to ambush the others. Uh, He puts on a little demonstration, blows something up, um, and basically tells them that we're done running. Uh, When they come they are going to be blown away. And that is essentially his plan. Uh, And he's set up various spots of dynamite uh, in which he needs more wire from the aircraft wreckage to continue rigging this up. Uh, And Rousseau is is working uh, on getting this done. Uh, On the way out to the clearing, Desmond kind of gives Charlie this funny look uh, this awkward look, and Charlie picks up on it right away, of course, as, you know, he's looking at me like this because something's going to happen to me. He's seeing something, and so he questions him, you know, you're seeing another one of your flashes, are you? What What's supposed to happen this time? And Desmond denies it at this point. Well, after they get back to the beach, uh, Desmond sits down with Charlie and tells him, that he had a flash, a vision, that Claire and Aaron were getting into a helicopter and being rescued. Well, Charlie is ecstatic at this, and he's, you know, uh, well, why did you tell me, you know, we're getting rescued, that's great. Uh, and then Desmond tells him, well, in order for that to happen, uh, you're going to have to die. Uh, and he tells Charlie that uh, he's going to essentially die drowning. He, he saw him in, a, in his flash flipping some sort of switch and then drowning in, in some kind of hatch somewhere. Well, as all of this is going on, Saeed approaches Jack and, and 
lets him know, hey, I've got the satellite phone working, but we need a signal. Rousseau's uh, radio distress signal is blocking it out, uh, and we need to turn that off. Well, Jack, who's a bit frustrated, you know, kind of brushes him off, but then sits and stands and listens to him, and then Juliet overhears the conversation and says, well, that's going to be impossible. There is uh, an underwater hatch where all signals are blocked that go off the island with the exception of uh, their signals. Uh, Saeed reveals, well, I think I know where this is. He pulls out plans that he stole, we can assume, from um, from Mikhail's the, the flame station. Uh... And he pulls out schematics for this underwater hatch uh, that many have theorized about for since season one and the discovery of the cable. You know, the underwater hatch has been kind of a, a piece of the lost mythos for quite some time now. And um, we come to find out that there is indeed a lost uh, underwater hatch. Uh, which was very pleasing to many, many fans. Uh, oddly enough, the hatch is called the Looking Glass, and uh, in the top left corner of the schematic, you see the Dharma symbol with a little white rabbit in the center. Um, obviously, that is a, a reference to the story uh, through the Looking Glass um, and Alice in Wonderland. Uh, and, of course, we all know where the white rabbit comes from in that well, they sit down and discuss uh, the plans. There's a moon hole there underneath where a submarine can dock and, uh, you know, obviously load and offload. So uh, they figure that if they can get inside there somehow, they can turn off the signal uh, or turn off the, the jamming device. And uh, But they, they suspect that it, it is probably completely underwater at this time, which coincides with Charlie's uh, and Desmond's premonition of Charlie drowning. Um, As this is being explained to Jack, Charlie and Desmond walk up, and Charlie volunteers to to do it, and of course at first Jack, um, you know, is very hesitant to allow that to happen, you know, no... We can focus on this later. Right now we have to get prepared for the others. They're coming in two nights, and and we have to get that situation taken care of first and foremost. Well, uh, at this point we see a boat uh, dock, you know, beached ashore, should we say. And uh, it's Carl running up to the others' camp, and he tells them... The others are coming tonight. They're not. They're not coming tomorrow. They're coming tonight, uh, and of course the sun is about to go down, which means they have very little time to prepare for the oncoming attack. At this point, Jack asks Rousseau if they have enough wire to continue uh, with the operation, and she says, "Not hardly." Well, uh, at some point during all of this, we get to see a, a flashback, so to speak, of six hours earlier, where Ben returns back to the other's camp alone. Uh, he's approached by Richard and some of the others and uh, is asked about John, and, and he says, uh, you know, in a cold manner, 
John got lost in the jungle, essentially. Uh, he's not coming back, or, or what have you. Uh, and he does so in, in a way to, uh, you know, assert himself as the, their leader. You know, uh, the, they had started looking to John in a, a leadership role, and Ben was obviously scared that John would take over in that role, which is obviously why he killed him, or tried to kill him in the jungle. Uh, that whether he's dead or not remains to be seen. We do not find out in this episode. Uh, probably will not until the finale. But again, I suspect that he is not dead. But I hope we find out one way or the other before the finale. Or before the season is over, should I say. So anyway, he also hands his daughter Alex a gun. And as you'll remember, uh, back in The Man Behind the Curtain, Alex had handed John Locke a gun, saying, if you're going to see Jacob, you're going to need this. Obviously, she suspected that something was up, uh, that Ben was probably going to take him out to the jungle and kill him. Well, <laughs> that didn't happen, and, you know, Ben reaches back and he hands, oh, yeah, by the way, here's your gun back. Um, you know, and obviously at this point, Alex is scared to death. And Ben reveals, you know, we're going to go in tonight, we're not going to wait. And he looks over at uh, the the, law, the other who has become known now as Price, and says, "You know, well, you know, how quick can we do this and what have you?" And he says, "I can have a team ready to go with ten people, and we can do it tonight." And uh, Ben informs him, "Take all of the women, and if any of the men are stupid enough to get in your way, take them out." So upon hearing this, of course, Alex storms off into the jungle where she meets up with Carl um, and tells him of what's going to happen and and gives him the gun and says, you have to go warn them. You know, remember, uh, Austin and Ford saved your life. You have to go and warn them that he's coming tonight. And that's how Carl uh, winds up getting onto the beach and telling the, uh, the Losties of the plan. So, uh, Jack does decide to change the plan up. Um, he's going to leave behind three shooters and mark all of the tents, and everyone else will be taken to the radio tower uh, where the signal can be uh, taken down and, um, and they can proceed to try and make contact with Naomi's rescue boat off the shore of the, of the island. Well, Saeed uh, tells him, you know, you are the leader now. Uh, you need to lead these people to the radio tower. I will stay behind here and take care of the others. But you need to start acting like a leader and take these people out of here. Well, Jack, still seething with vengeance... You know, and wanting to get retribution and revenge on the others, does not want to follow through with that. He wants to stay behind, but uh, he eventually sees what Said is is getting at, and and agrees to lead the group to the radio tower. Well, as this is going on, Charlie is basically making his rounds. Uh, he goes over to Claire, uh, and and you know he finally kisses her. You know, we finally get to see that moment uh, where he, he kisses her, which is 
is a shame if he does indeed die in the season finale. Uh, that would be a true shame that 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 there was never any real development between those two in that regard. And he uh, he leaves behind the drive shaft ring in Aaron's crib, and he and Desmond are going out to find the cable buried, and to take the boat out that Carl had uh, to find uh, the uh, the underwater hatch. And as they're getting ready to go, Hurley approaches and he wants to join in, but Charlie tells him, you know, you're 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 going to be too big for the boat and uh you know we we this is something that we need to do so hurley is a little disappointed but you know he he leaves and um charlie you know stops him and gives him a big hug and and in in a uh hobbit like motion uh, reach <laughs> reaching back into his hobbit character days he tells hurley that he loves him and um and Hurley, you know, replies, and then he he goes on uh, back to to the camp. Charlie and Desmond set out in the boat, uh, and they follow the cable down until it, it they see where it goes down into the water. They have a little talk there, and Desmond volunteers to go down um, into the hatch to do it for him to basically sacrifice himself and uh, Charlie seems like he's willing to go along with that and as Desmond is reaching to get the the little rock belt that they made to to weigh them down so it would drag them down drag Charlie down into the water so he would not have to exert himself swimming uh, Charlie picks up an oar and smacks him upside the head and um, and he hands this little note to him um, you know, which he wants given to Claire, uh, which lists the five most memorable moments of his life, which we see through the various flashbacks, and they're all quite touching. Um, interestingly enough, um, we do see Nadia in one of these flashbacks, um, but the flashbacks start off with uh, Charlie and the band uh, out on a van, you know, they're it's raining, it's soaking wet, they got a flat tire and they're out there changing it and Charlie's frustrated and all of a sudden they hear uh you all everybody on the radio for the very first time. And uh and they get excited and obviously this leads to their to their fame, eventual fame. Uh the second flashback we see a, a young Charlie, uh, a, a young boy and his dad is in the pool yelling at him to come on and jump in and and he jumps in and his dad you know helps teach teach him to swim uh, and then of course we see the the third flashback on uh, on into Charlie's um, peak years in the rock band uh, laying in a bed in the early morning with two ladies in the bed with him and his brother comes in and and gives him uh, the DS ring which was a family heirloom uh, passed down. And Liam, interestingly enough, at this point in in the storyline, tells Charlie, you know, you're clean, you're going to wind up getting married, having a family, and you can pass this down, and that's not the life for me. And as we we know with Charlie's history, that was 
Indeed, not the case. Charlie actually wound up being the junkie. Liam was the one that, that got straight-laced and got a family and, and kind of settled down, uh, whereas Charlie was still uh, a junkie, essentially. He fell back into that uh, into that hole of desperation, which was ironic. And, of course, the second fl- flashback we see, uh, you know, it's raining and he's out in the street. This is obviously after drive shaft has broken up and uh he's kind of broke he's out in the street which we saw him doing in Desmond's Flashes Before Your Eyes episode where they have the crossover and it's a similar situation he's out singing to the public and they kind of you know they're passing by he's singing an Oasis song and so it starts raining he gets his guitar and he's starting to walk away and he sees a woman being mugged in an alley and uh he goes in to save her uh, and he hits the mugger uh, on the head with his guitar case. And we see that the, the, the lady that he was saving was Nadia, who has probably been in more crosses uh, than any other lost character to date. Um, obviously, Nadia being from Saeed's flashbacks um, and, and the uh, true love of Saeed's life. And finally, we get the most touching flashback uh, where the plane has just crashed on the beach and Charlie meets Claire for the first time. It was very touching, uh, very uh, a very good um, group of, of flashbacks that we see of Charlie's life. You know his his and he, which he calls as he's talking to Desmond in the boat his greatest hits. Um, you know, it kind of all ties in together. It's kind of like a uh, last hurrah for Charlie. Whether he's going to die or not in, in the season finale is, is up for grabs. Many think he will. Uh, some spoiler sites are, are stating that he will, that his that it's been confirmed, and but we just don't know yet. Um, and if he does go, and, and based on... Tonight's flashback, I would say that's that's probably a very likely scenario. Uh, he will go down in in a good way, um, and he will leave the show um, in a in a good uh, state of mind with the audience. So anyway, Charlie dives down. He goes after knocking Desmond out. He dives down into the water. Comes, we see the hatch underwater for the first time. He comes, finds the moon hole, and rather than coming into an a flooded hatch, he finds that it's not flooded at all. Uh, it's a very large hatch, a very large station. He climbs up uh, onto the to the side there, and he's he kind of laughing, and he says, "You know, I'm alive. I'm alive." Well. <laughs> All of a sudden, two ladies with guns come out, pointing their weapons at him, and he's kind of standing there, you know, slack-jawed, and um, then we hear the familiar gong, and uh, the show ends. So that was Greatest Hits in a Nutshell. Um, Personally, I liked the episode. I thought it was very good. Obviously, nowhere near the caliber that the brig and the man behind the curtain were. But it was still a good episode. It really helped set up the season finale, and it and it helped give us closure with Charlie's character. Um, you know, it was very touching 
you know, we've seen his interaction with Claire throughout the, the course of the show, and it was finally good that he finally kissed her and and, and kind of s- solidified their, their relationship in a way, uh, which has been awkward at best through the course of the series. Uh, so, you know, just as a lot of people were anxious for him to die, I think a lot of fans were would not have been very upset if his character had have died, especially after he kind of turn, took a dark turn in the second season. But, uh, y- you know, I think Lost will miss his presence on the show, uh, albeit he has not sh- been there very much this season. Uh, obviously, when the show was in its infancy, he was a big draw for fans of the genre after his previous work on The Lord of the Rings. He was really the only um, headlining star uh, of this, of that show when it started, uh, aside from Matthew Fox, who had had some stints in TV in the past, including Party of Five. Uh, but Dominic was really the big draw there, and as the show progressed, we obviously um, got to see the big four as Terry O'Quinn and Evangeline Lilly, Josh Holloway, and Matthew Fox. Um, you know, if he if he does die, I will personally be a little disappointed. I mean, you know, at this point in the game, like I've said in previous podcasts with Lost, it, it typically it is what it is. If they're hinting around to it, and, and they keep, uh, you know, with, with Desmond's premonitions and what have you, then it's, it's pretty, pretty uh, likely that he will eventually die. You know, Desmond will not be able to save his life forever. So, I kind of expect it to happen in the season finale. Um, as I as I stated, this episode really helped set up that finale. We get to find out what Jack's been up to, what the plan is. Uh, we get to see Ben coming back to the others' camp, you know, reasserting himself as their leader. Obviously, he is psychopathic uh, and and very much a control freak. And he's also very manipulative and very intelligent. And we also get to finally see the underwater hatch at the end. And like I said earlier, it's been uh, speculated for quite some time now that there was an underwater hatch, myself included. Um, I I personally thought there was one. uh, And there was, and that was kind of exciting. And then, of course, we have the two females uh, who who uh, show up there and pointing the guns at Charlie. I mean, quite obviously, they are most likely hostiles um, and under Ben's control. We will likely find out in the season finale. Um, one of the one of the most interesting parts of this, and you know, I don't know, maybe I'm overanalyzing with loss. I try to look the devil's in the details always with this show. And, uh, when Nadia was being mugged in the alley and Charlie hits him on the head with the guitar case, we get a brief glimpse of his face, but it was almost as if they meant for us to know who it was. And, of course, there have there are some screen caps up uh, on some various blogs already of the, that shot. I do believe one of them is Dark, at dark UFO. And um, we, we get... A chance to see him for a split second, and um, and we wonder, you know, who is this guy? He doesn't look very familiar. Uh, I'm looking at his picture right now on the Dark UFO's 
lost screen caps and Easter eggs portion, and he does not look very familiar. Uh, but obviously it was meant for us to see his face, so perhaps he will come back uh, into the picture down the road, or maybe some fan out there will be able to identify him over the next week. I don't know. But I thought that was interesting. You know, like I said, the devil is always in the details with this show. For example, in Desmond's last flashback, I believe it was Catch-22, when uh, he's going to turn his clothes back into the monastery, and he sets the... Uh, the clothes down on the monk's desk, and then we see that picture there of the head monk and Mrs. Hawking from Desmond's previous flashback from the jewelry store. That was that was uh, you know quite a quite a good moment there for the Easter egg hunters, myself included. So you know, obviously this mugger, there was some kind of intention for his face to be shown long enough for us to see who it was. Um, so that was very interesting, and we, I'm anxious to see where they're going to go with that. Um, like I said, overall, I thought the episode was good. wasn't was not the caliber of the previous two episodes, but it was a great setup for the season finale. And I am now more anxious than ever, especially after that promo, uh, to see the finale. Uh, remember that tomorrow night. Lost the Answers will be showing, and according to ABC.com, it will be coming on tomorrow night at 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 Central, and will feature executive producers Carlton Cuse and Damon Lindelof as they recap the previous three seasons leading up to this finale and cover all of the answers that have been given to this point, as well as questions that remain. So moving on uh, into Lost News... Uh, according to Buddy TV, Harold Perrineau, as we know him as Michael from Lost, may be coming back to the show in the fourth season. Uh, he was originally slated to star in a CBS drama called Demons, uh, but the show got dropped by CBS. Uh, originally, he had been asked, apparently, by the producers to come back for season four and had declined because of his commitment for the show in the fall with CBS, but has now, uh, but we don't know what his status is for season four, so maybe he will be back. That is certainly one burning question that has been in everyone's mind. Uh, in other news, Buddy TV also has announced that ABC uh, has yet to announce a time slot for loss next season. Uh, of course, the show will not be coming back until February of next year, so there's plenty of time to debate. And um, we speculate that they're um, anticipating some of the newer shows to drop. Um, and, of course, we all know that there will be a spot there for Lost at some time. There's been a, a great debate over the time change. I think, actually, this season that time slot change worked out better as the show kind of took on more of darker and more edgier tone, uh, which I think we'll find in the finale that that will continue to be the case. So um, I know there's a lot of people who are disappointed, want the show back at 8. I personally would like to see it back at 8. But um, we uh, 
do not know the status of that yet, but there's still plenty of time. Uh, also, you might want to head back on over to Dark UFO and Buddy TV. They already have Easter eggs uh, from Greatest Hits and more to come, hopefully. And uh, also, over at Dark UFO, uh, they have the promos for the finale. There is one promo that apparently does not look like it has been shown in the U.S. that was shown. Uh, It it is up, so you might want to check that out. I'll probably have a link to it up on the blog for the rest of the week. I'll probably have the video embedded in the entry there. But head on over to Dark UFO. Check that out. Also, don't forget to vote for um, this week's episode of Lost. There, uh, Dark UFO opens the voting up, so you can rate the episodes uh, between for a 24-hour period usually, and uh, based on those ratings, all of the episodes are ranked from best to worst. And currently, uh, the Brig is number one, and Man Behind the Curtain is number two. So head on over there and do that. Now, uh, before we get into the spoiler section of the show. I'd like to get um, I'd like to get into the stir in the lost community uh, over the past week. We've had a lot of spoilers come out in in preparation of this season finale. Um, over at Dark UFO, he posted earlier in the week, uh, based on his inside source, the. Um, Basically, the the entire uh, events that were to happen in uh, Greatest Hits, as well as the season finale. Now, looking back on those episodes, or on those, should I say, um, those spoiled previews uh, for Greatest Hits, I went back and read it tonight, and it was on point every step of the way. So... That being the case, I would probably say that the spoilers that have been revealed for uh, through the looking glass, which is in that same post, are probably right on point as well. Uh, he's usually pretty accurate with the information he gets there uh, when it comes to the spoilers. But there has been some stir in the Lost community uh, over at his site. Uh, people have been posting spoilers all over the place in his comment section and and of course, over at Doc Arts' site, thetailsection.com, there's been a bit of an uproar. A lot of people are getting spoiled that may not want to be spoiled. Uh, and basically, people are upset um, because these spoilers are getting kind of posted all over the place, I believe. But uh, I, w- I <laughs> you know, it's difficult for me to hold back when I see something like that. i got to read it. So I did read... Um, the spoilers, and that will lead us into our spoiler section of the show. Uh, if you do not want to be spoiled at all, I would uh, recommend uh, tuning us out right now. But uh, if you don't mind, I will not reveal very much at all. Uh, so if you want to hang on, go ahead. Uh, feel free. We welcome you, or I welcome you, rather. Um, but. <sighs> When I read the, uh, the the spoiler for Through the Looking Glass, the season finale, 
you know, we've been told there's going to be a a, a jaw-dropping moment within Jack's flashback, and I read what it is. I'm not going to reveal it here in the podcast. If you want to see it, you can head on over to um, Dark UFO's site and uh, check out the spoiler section, and he'll have it posted there. You can read it for yourself. Honestly, uh, we, we've heard also that this is going to take this show in a whole new direction, and based on that, if that is true, and I do believe it will be, yes, it will take this show in a whole new direction. Whether that direction is a good one remains to be seen. <laughs> you know, it's different when you read something and and uh, a synopsis, and then you're presented with it. Obviously, when I see it, it's not going to be as shocking to me, because I've read about it already. So I, I kind of have my um, my thoughts on it are, are, are kind of, um, you know influenced by that but personally I wasn't very impressed I mean I think the idea that they're going about is unique but you know I look at it as what is it adding to the overall story that we have to this point and in typical lost fashion it will leave a gaping hole open as to what the heck is going on Um, perhaps some questions will be answered in the finale but as far as the flashback is concerned, yes, it will be a jaw-dropper. Yes, it will be amazing. Um, but what will it what will it contribute to the story we have so far? And that's the key point. But uh, I think it'll, it'll leave enough bait on the hook there for people to tune in definitely for Season 4. I'm just upset that we have to wait so long but I am glad that we have that the producers have established an end date for this show so we know what's going on uh, also uh, four of the deaths have been confirmed uh, as far as my, what I last read I won't reveal them here um, as the accuracy of that information is kind of still up up in the air but uh, I'm, I'm not going to reveal that information, but again, that is also over at Dark UFO's site in the spoiler section. Um, I will say that that my previous um, presumption that Kate will, will die probably is not going to be the case. Uh, but if you want to know, you can head on over there and find out. But um, I'm not going to reveal any more spoilers here. So, that pretty much does it for this week's episode uh, of the Island Has You Lost podcast. Um, Again, you can check us out online at theislandhasyou.blogspot.com and feel free to leave a comment there. Or you can email me at theislandhasyou at yahoo.com. All emails and comments will be addressed on this podcast, so... Please feel free to send those in. Uh, we will, I will be sure to address any questions, and I will do my best to find the answers to them. So, uh, as far as future plans for the uh, the podcast is, are concerned, uh, we'll have one more podcast after the season finale next week. Maybe a little late, uh, and it will probably be the last podcast for a while. Uh, we will go off of the weekly schedule while Lost is on its hiatus. However, uh, I will be updating the blog uh, routinely to reflect news and information that comes about. 
So be sure to check it out there at theislandhasyou.blogspot.com. So again, thank you for tuning in to the Island Has You Lost podcast, and have a great week.